NVIDIA is reeling it in. Apple might buy EA. And do you want to know how to install the new AMD CPUs? Because we can show you. Let's get into the hot news, everybody. I'm your Brett host. We're going to be going over the hottest tech news I can find on the internet while you enjoy your breakfast. We're going to start off today talking about something negative in the context of what's going on with NVIDIA. And no, it's not the fact that they did not have the RTX 40 series at Computex, but rather they are going on a hiring freeze. This is according to reports that were coming out of leaked internal Slack messages about NVIDIA not wanting to pursue any further hires, and they confirmed it to Barron's with regards to the fact that yes, indeed, NVIDIA is done hiring for the time being. Any hiring candidate that's actually in the pipeline right now will still be worked with, but they do not want to hire more than 10% of the people who have gotten to the interview stages, and so they want to really pump the brakes on what's going on with regards to hiring. This is something that we're kind of seeing in broad economic movements that are happening with many companies issuing either hiring freeze is hiring slowdowns or layoffs due to financial instability that's going on in the current market. And that could be based on the fact that there's just a whole bunch of uncertainty in the financial market right now, or it could potentially be tied to the fact that GPU mining sales are actually dipping. And so NVIDIA might not have as much liquid cash as they want to going in to this next season of the year. It's also intriguing because AMD is not stopping hiring, Intel's not stopping hiring, and TSMC is not stopping hiring. So it really just looks like this might be NVIDIA, so probably less likely that it's a broad economic thing and more something specific to what NVIDIA's targets are for what they want to have happen. Obviously, you can't take a whole lot of info from this, but it's usually not a positive economic prospect to see a company slow down on hiring or get rid of people. Isn't that right, Kyler? Isn't it? Isn't it a, a showing of the fact that a company's not doing well when they have to lay off people? Haha! <laughs> this could also be potentially part of the fact that they did not go through with the ARM acquisition, so maybe some of the hiring that they were doing for their CPU team is no longer going to be viable, but NVIDIA not looking too positive when it comes to whether or not you're going to actually be able to work for them. And what didn't work for people was the NVIDIA Computex keynote that happened. I live streamed it over on Twitch, and the general sentiment was disappointment. However, NVIDIA did show off some pretty cool stuff with regards to AI, cloud services, and even robotics with their Omniverse and their Drive and their new Mellanox Bluefield DPUs, as well as giving us more information about their Grace CPU super chip that they're gonna be releasing in 2023 with regards to how they're gonna integrate it into different servers and different server kits that you can buy that have between a 500 watt and a thousand watt TDP, including all of the memory and the server setup that you would have with these things being honking behemoths of massive compute power. We did not get an RTX 40 series announcement. We didn't even get in a the GPU announcement announcement at all. It's likely that the GTX 1630 that's supposed to come out on the 31st is just going to be quietly launched, but Nvidia did show off something for gamers, which is a 500 hertz gaming display coming out from Asus ROG, with it being an eSports Twisted Pneumatic Panel, or ETN as they're calling it, where you can actually hit 500 hertz on this monitor, and they showed off the value of having faster hertzing on, on your, your, your monitor. Likely only the top tier 
esports professionals are going to need to pick this up. 360 hertz was already kind of pushing the boundaries of what I think a plebeian should even consider. 500 hertz is obviously like if this is your career, you want this. If it's not your career, you're just you're flexing for no reason, my friend. Okay, you actually don't really you you don't really need that at all. Look look at the difference here. You can see that there's like motion blur on this boot. There's minor motion blur on this boot, and then there's no motion blur on this boot because oh man, it's such a fast panel. And you know what's going fast right now? Today's episode sponsor Drop, my friends, because they're having their upgrade and quick save event going on right now. If you check the link in the video description, you can head on over to their website to pick up some of the great items that they have on sale right now, including our favorites that we have here at the UFD Tech Office, like the Sennheiser HD 58X Jubilee headphones that we've had for over four years now, and Kyler is actually using to edit a video right now. Ain't that right, Kyler? Now, are they the ones with the fantastic uh, cushions and great audio quality? You know they are. Yeah, of course I am. We also love their control keyboard, which is currently on sale. The enter keyboard, you can get the Sennheiser HD6XXs on sale right now, which are also fan favorites. This is only going on until May 30th, the end of May 30th, and then it's not gonna be happening anymore. But discounts between 10 and 20% on some of the best like accessory bundles that you can get in gaming right now. Drop has been a great sponsor to us. These are great products. I highly recommend you go check them out at the link in the video description. Big thanks to Drop for sponsoring today's episode of Hot News. And it looks like a company is going to be dropping a hot load of cash when it comes to purchasing electronic arts. There's new discussions going around that Apple, Disney, and Amazon might all be in the running to potentially acquire electronic arts. This is coming out from Puck, who's reporting that Apple is looking potentially to buy EA out in order to potentially bolster their gaming side of things. Disney and Amazon both would want to, I guess, embiggen their gaming portfolio. Amazon makes a little bit more sense since they do have their game studio already. Disney getting into the game studio side of things would be an intriguing move from them, but EA not really confirming whether or not this is moving forward. They're saying that they can't comment on rumors and speculations regarding mergers and acquisitions, so you just gotta hold your horses to see if it actually is going to happen, but uh, what, what what's obviously going to happen with this deal is Apple's gonna buy EA for about a billion dollars you know I'm just guessing and then when Apple finds out that oh they only got one title he is gonna be like well that yeah you bought the core of our business but in case you want to buy everything else that's that's gonna cost you a few extra billion dollars it's a microtransactions joke Speaking of gaming, Microsoft revealing their xCloud numbers, reporting that 10 million players are currently playing Xbox Cloud Gaming across 26 different countries, which if you compare that to something like GeForce Now, it has 12 million players across 70 countries. That launched first, so Xbox Cloud Gaming actually having a decent amount of people playing their video games. And if you want to play Lord of the Rings Gollum, well, you can play it on September 1st, allegedly, as long as there's no delays. The cinematic stealth adventure game hitting consoles and PC at the beginning of Q3 of this year. And now we're going to begin the crypto stonks segment. Bitcoin up less than a percent to be at $29,401. It's had it's had a rough few days. It dipped down below $29,000 earlier today. It's kind of been peaking and valleying around the $30,000 mark, but now it's down quite a bit. Ethereum down 1% right now to be under $2,000 to sit at 1965. When Ethereum's lower than the price of the current year, you know it's 
not a good situation. Dogecoin down roughly 1% to be at 8.3 cents. And we're gonna bring in the meme stonks for a second. GameStop down 7.7% right now. Just a brutal performance in today's market, especially considering the fact that they announced that they have their own wallet for crypto and NFTs, which if you read everything going on on you know the Super Stonk subreddit, people thought that the stock was gonna go up, but nope, it went down 7%. Anyways, GameStop's gonna have like a Chrome extension, Brave extension, where you can actually have your crypto and NFT wallet made through them. It's going to be a non-custodial wallet, which means that you can access it via a private key and it's all yours, et cetera, et cetera. Kind of competing with MetaMask when it comes to just making an ease of use crypto wallet. And it's gonna be part of their NFT uh, auction web marketplace thing that they're having that's supposed to be the reason why they're gonna be worth so much money eventually at some point. But the reaction to it in the broader market is uh, is not good, which I can hear the comments down below telling me the conspiracy theories of Citadel and freaking BlackRock all making it so that GameStop will never peak again. But we're gonna peek at some UFD deals, respringing us the hottest tech deals that are out on the internet right now. Besides the drop, which you should check out at the link in the video description, in case you're looking for a capture card, we've got the EVGA XR1 Lite capture card on sale for only $60 right now. It's 40% off over on Amazon. Kingston has 32 gigs of DDR5 RAM at 5,200 megahertz, only going for 200 bucks right now. That's not a terrible price for a DDR5. And in case you want a 32 inch 1440p 165 hertz, one millisecond HDR10 sRGB 95% color gamut FreeSync monitor, LG's got you hooked up at $267, which is a 33% discount. And in case you want to play video games with a mouse, HyperX got their Pulsefire Dart on sale right now for only $50, which is a 50% savings. And nothing can save you from the monetization of creators out on the internet. TikTok looking to unveil their streaming subscription stuff that's very similar to what Twitch has with regards to their subs and YouTube has with their members. They're gonna have live subscriptions launching tomorrow on May 26, which will allow people to actually pay their favorite creators who live stream so that creators can have a more predictable income. And there's gonna be a whole bunch of different tiers and all of the good stuff that comes with paying live streamers for their thing. And in case you wanna take the show on the road, Starlink is making that a little bit easier because they're launching their satellite internet for RVs, which allows you to travel with the Starlink dish. Currently, there is no wait list for it. However, it is $25 more per month than the current Starlink setup, but it will allow you to roam and it has the portability feature that allows you to drive everywhere. This would be great in case we consider doing the Cannonball again this year for our charity fundraiser that Starlink actually might be pretty decent. The only issue with that is that the network gets deprioritized for the RV service versus others. But I mean, we would only need a little bit to the live stream. So I, I, I'm gonna look into this. I'm actually intrigued by this. And I'm also intrigued by the iFixit Steam Deck partnership, which got teased at the end of last week, but now has officially rolled out in case you wanna pick up the guides for how to repair your Steam Deck or even the parts on whatever you want. iFixit is selling most of them, which you can buy. However, some of the more important ones like the quieter fan or the anti-glare screen uh, never went in stock. They all just say out of stock and I'm kind of waiting for that to happen so that I can finally upgrade my Steam Deck to have the anti-glare coating. And you might be waiting to upgrade your PC to PCI Express 5.0 storage in case you're on Intel's 12th gen, which is the only platform that has it. Anyways, Apacer and Zadak announcing the first PCI Express 5.0 SSDs at Computex this year. No active cooling, which is kind of intriguing. The, some of the reports were that, that this was gonna require a lot more power, therefore we'd need fans, but we're not seeing that happen here. And the heat sinks don't seem to be super beefy, but they're saying that it can do 13,000 megabytes per second read speeds and 12,000 megabytes 
gigabyte sequential writes, which is almost double what you currently have on PCI Express 4.0. And that's essentially what you're expecting. So um, I'm excited for that. No price, no release date. We just have to wait. And I don't think I can wait for this new Samsung monitor. I, I have to wait because I can't afford it, but it's a 32 inch, 240 Hertz, 4K mini LED monitor. It's only gonna cost $1,500, which I say only $1,500, but considering that spec list, that is not a half bad price. The Neo G8 coming out on June 6th. This was announced at CES, but now we actually have the release date of June 6th. It's available for pre-order, uh, has a brightness of 2000 nits, has adaptive sync curve of 1000 R. Hey, Kyler, can I fire you so I can afford this monitor? Okay, he said no, okay. MSI also showing off a monitor that's comparable to the new Alienware QD OLED that's out there. This is MSI's Meg 342C, which is 34 inch, 1440p ultra wide at 175 hertz with quantum dot OLED. It's comparable to the Alienware that one that's already out on the market. Speaking of MSI doing things that are already out on the market, we talked previously about Gigabyte's Project Stealth, a computer that actually has no wires built into it. Well, MSI is coming out with their Project Zero which allows you to do the exact same thing. Everything's on the back of the motherboard. You can see right here, it's one of their creation motherboards that's kind of stealthy. And the, the, this, this one has the ports. This one doesn't because it's all on the back. You got bamboozled. Everything for it is just making it so you don't need cables. I really want one. It looks sleek. And in case you want to take a look at what's happening with AMD's new chips, the Ryzen 7000, there was a new video posted by MSI about how to install these on the AM5 platform. In case you want to see the chip in action, you can see the motherboard is essentially very similar to how you install an Intel one. You got all of those pins on the socket. You drop that bad boy down. You got some notches. You make sure that happens. And then I believe you're going to you're going to close the lid and then the plastic thing's gonna pop up and then you're gonna be able to take it off. And then look, Bob's your uncle, you put the thermal paste on and you got a, you got a cooler going and you got, you got AMD inside. And I am done being inside because this episode of Hot News is over. I'll see you back here for more tech news tomorrow, my friends.